Hey, hey, you're listening to Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Wood. I'm a barefoot mama bear, pharmacist, integrative fertility health coach, and lover of all things nature and animals. I'm on a mission to have intentional conversations about the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. My mindful guests and I will be talking about struggles, wins, natural wellness, and how we grow and transform as we enter motherhood. My background in healthcare has shown me how broken our medical system is. My own struggles to become pregnant has shown the lack of support for mamas-to-be, the lack of guidance for women to have a nourishing and vibrant pregnancy, the isolation, mom guilt, and all the things we hold after bringing baby Earthside. I want this platform to be a place where women can feel connected, safe and supported to share and hear their stories. A place to use our voice to discuss and advocate about what we need and deserve as mothers. So let's dive in, shall we? Hello, everyone. Happy Monday morning. I am so excited to be here with my friend, colleague, fertility coach, past client. I mean, she is everything to me, and I am just so grateful to have Dr. Katie Wood on. She is a pharmacist, integrative, I want to say this right, integrative fertility coach, holistic coach, just amazing human being. And today we're going to be talking about releasing stress and overwhelm to accelerate your path to pregnancy. Studies have shown that a woman who is highly stressed out versus a woman who is not stressed takes 29% longer to conceive. So we're going to be giving you some evidence-based, cutting-edge tools and techniques that you can use and have tangible takeaways, as well as sharing a really exciting, powerful opportunity Katie and I are doing later on this week. So we are doing a Receive to Conceive workshop on Thursday the 20th, and you're going to get a whole bunch of goodies um, as soon as you sign up. I am actually giving away my Ascension collection, which has over 45 different hypnoses, um, activation, subconscious programming to help you to really lower that stress response so that you can accelerate your path to pregnancy. So Katie, go ahead and, and kick us off here. I want to, uh, our audience to be introduced to you and to learn more about you. Hi, everyone. So like Christina said, my name is Katie. And I just kind of have to say I absolutely love Christina's Ascension Collection. I have been using it for at least the last two years or so. And it's just such a nice resource to have. Um, depending on what you might be going through, you could just go through and pick one that calls to you really. But, um, you know, today is I think it's something that's really lays on both of our hearts, because we know you know, the state of the world that we're in today, like we're just on a go, go, go. Everything is very chaotic. Um, I think with Christina and I both being pharmacists, we've both worked in retail pharmacy. Like we know what it's like to be in a state of chronic stress and, and to be in a state, a constant state of that fight or flight. And when I reflect back on my years in retail, like that's literally what my body was in the entire shift. It's just go, go, go nonstop. And I know personally, because I was still working in retail, when I was struggling to conceive, that's just like a whole nother layer 
of stress and overwhelm and it's just kind of adding on to the nervous system overwhelm and overload and it just adds to the dysregulation and you know with a lot of the clients that i've been coaching and even just women who are in my community i can see the impact that this overwhelm is having on their mental health their physical health um, it's delaying their time to conception and it's not a piece that is talked about yep. with the doctor. Like if at all, you know, probably not at all. And if they do, typically it's like stress less, you know, there's right. no exactly. actionable steps. There's really no empathy or connection with the patient. Um, so I think this is a topic that's near and dear to both of us because I think we have experienced it personally and professionally. And, you know, we're not perfect. You, We talk about this all the time. Like, we still have to move through our highs and lows. But I think the nice part is, is we have tools in yep. our toolbox that helps us really just get out of that mud and get unstuck so much faster. That's such a great point that you bring up. I have so many things going on in my mind right now because this is such an exciting conversation. And truly about healing. And I think that a big piece that, like you said, that's missing in especially the Western medical model is addressing trauma and addressing this chronic cumulative stress that happens, you know, over time, it's called allostatic load that, you know, we, it's, it's like when you have a pool, right? There's, you know, your nervous system is a, a, an entire pool. And if you have all of these balls thrown into the pool, like imagine beach balls are being thrown into the pool, of course, you're going to be overwhelmed because there's so much going on from past stress that you've had, like, you know, maybe it's from college or from a traumatic event that happened. And of course, it makes sense that your body is responding in this way. So we're really going to dive deep into the nervous system today to help you understand that you can lower these stress levels so that you can accelerate this path to conception and you said something else before, Katie, that I wanted to, what was the, what part of the last thing? This is part of the pregnancy brain that's already kicking in um, as I have my little morning sickness tea here. What was the last thing that you said? I'm trying to remember now. Um, it was really good. We have a lot of tools in our toolbox. Yeah. Oh yeah. So resiliency. So it's definitely when you're doing this work on, you know, really looking at the nervous system, your stress response, you're going to be more resilient. So something that would be triggering to you that would really take you out and you would be crying and like really having this visceral reaction when you have these tools, when you have the, the awareness of what's happening, then you have that increased level of resilience so that you can come back and say, okay, this is, you know, I'm going to use my tools. I'm going to be able to confidently move forward and even though I'm having a, a bad day, because like, you know, Katie said, we all have bad days. It's not that we're not trying to navigate the waters of life without having any stress, but it's going to be a lot easier for you to navigate with ease and grace. So what I wanted to say, too, is I know that Katie and I talked about this before we, we hopped on. I want you to imagine that. We're thinking of stress in terms of, let's say, you know, your energy and your energetic capacity. Let's think about it in terms of a practical thing that we all know about money. So say that I have $5 in my energetic bank account and Katie's like, hey, can I have $100? 
that's essentially what's happening in our everyday life is that people are wanting our energy or there, there are things that we need to do in everyday life, whether it's vacuuming the house or picking up our kids or whatever that might be. But if you don't have the, the bandwidth or the, the, the money or the energy to do that, it's going to feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy because there is so much overwhelm going on. So like I said, back to that pool example, when your capacity, your pool is very small because of all of these things that have happened, trauma or, you know, you have a lot of balls in the pool. So balls could be like metaphorically, you know, your, um, you know, your responsibilities, you're taking care of an aging parent, you have, um, you know, COVID, lay on COVID on top of that, all of these things in our environment, of course, this is going to be what's happening. And so we want to look at addressing the, ner- the nervous system to be able to reduce those stress levels so that you have more capacity and more space in the pool so that you're not reacting. You're not being so reactive to every single thing that's that's happening and getting derailed, beating yourself up and all of the things that come from that. So we're really here to empower you to know that number one, this all makes sense, right? The things that have happened in your life are real. The, the chronic stress, the Um, the trauma, unresolved trauma, whatever that might be. And two, we want you to leave today empowered with a tool, whatever that might be that you glean from us talking about this, that you can really, um, you know, move forward and know that you are held, you are supported, and you can absolutely receive to conceive. So Katie, what do you think? What are your thoughts? So a couple of things came up. Um, So a little while back, you had mentioned trauma and i think that that was something i just wanted to touch on briefly you know like the trauma and maybe programming from when we were growing up um, i see a lot of that in my clients so perfectionism people pleasing things like that and that can really come up in your fertility journey as well and you know the perfectionism for sure self-sabotage um you know feeling like if I don't take my supplements every day, that's going to decrease my chances of conceiving or whatever it may be. And then the other point I wanted to touch on is the resiliency, like you said. So I'm a mother now. Um, I have a four-year-old and I can tell you through each phase and stage, like there are certain things that can be very triggering. Um, Children are literally there to help you heal and grow as a human being. (laughs) they will unearth and things will come up to the surface that you need to heal that you maybe you weren't aware was there so it can be really triggering being a parent it's not always like rainbows and unicorns so i think having this type of tool in your toolbox even before you get pregnant it's something that you can use for your lifetime it's not just something to use to help you get pregnant um, it's something that's really important while you're pregnant. Cause I know you and I have talked about like the baby while in the womb is really connecting with wiring. Your nervous system. Yep. And when you're under stress and your body's releasing cortisol, that's going to be crossing the placenta. That's going to be affecting the baby. Um, so just thinking about all those things. And when you have a newborn, that's constantly crying and just needs you at all times, like you're going to be able, you're going to need to 
kind of bring yourself back down and ground yourself and just really be able to calm your nervous system. So this is something that to me, it's just so much more than, you know, like the surface level, like let's stress less, like, no, like you were saying to me earlier, it's very multifaceted um, and just very important for health and life in general. So let's break down what, per, like, what are some of these patterns? Cause it's easy to like say, okay, perfectionism, people pleasing. What does this practically look like? Like if, if someone's like, oh, am I a perfectionist? Nah, I, I don't have any blocks. I don't have anything. I want us to like, let's really dive into what are the thoughts that this person's going to be thinking? What are the emotions that they're feeling? Like they're probably feeling very anxious, scouring the internet for how to get pregnant faster. Um, you know, what supplements to take, maybe they're trying different shakes or all of these. I mean, I know that you've talked about this, like, you know, people are kind of in that, that mode of like, well, I'm desperate. Like I, this needs to happen now. And so imagine that you're running that energy and that's how you're running your everyday life. That is the symptom of something deeper that is in your nervous system. That's saying, you know, your body's trying to protect you, right? You're, you're trying to say, well, I just want to get to this outcome. But when you're running in that frequency and that energy, it's going to perpetuate some of the, you know, anxiety, um, control patterns, feeling like, well, I, you know, there's only this option. So when we're in survival mode, there, it's a very finite amount of things that we're able to do when we open ourselves up and can get out of that amygdala part of our brain, the fight or flight, and bring that that blood flow back into to the prefrontal cortex and lower that, that cortisol and stress hormone, we're able to think more critically, more strategically, think of different options that are out there, be able to even absorb something like this, like what we're talking about. Because when we're in fight or flight, it's like, well, I'm too overwhelmed. Like I can't even do anything. I can't even like come on and watch this video. So this is why we talk about it. So I wanted to just break down, like, what are some of the things that you see as far as that sense of urgency or like really fixating on the outcome, I'd love to hear what you see in your practice. Yeah, I would say a few things is definitely just how many supplements can I take? You know, am I doing enough? What more can I do? Um, and eating themselves up probably. Sorry. Probably like too a lot of the inner critic, like beating themselves up that what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? You know, a lot of that I'm sure can come up too. I know I had that. Mm -hmm. And even tracking your cycle with like, I've heard of women using like three different thermometers, more than one cycle tracking app, like doing the LH, the like all the things when it could be much more simpler mm -hmm. than that. And, and just feeling like, um, they have to eat clean 100% of the time. Yeah. If they have one cocktail at the wedding that it's just going to absolutely sabotage their fertility and yeah. really just beating up on themselves and being very hard on themselves if they make a choice or decision that's kind of like outside of what their fertility plan is. Mm -hmm. I, I'm being drawn to show this chart right now, and I'm just one of us has to be covered. So I'm going to cover myself. So what this chart is, because what's what's happening here is that when we have undigested trauma, the body's responding and saying, well, I'm not safe right now because I don't have the outcome that I want. 
And so when we're holding on to things, this is, this is a scale of consciousness, essentially. And David Hawkins developed it. He tested um, for thousands of people over 20 years and, and came up with this scales, scale of consciousness using applied kinesiology or muscle testing. If you look at these lower levels here, so shame, guilt, apathy, grief, when we're holding on to these lower frequencies in our body, if you look to the right here, it says inactive. So if you're finding, you could also be the opposite, where if you're finding that it's like you're procrastinating or it's really difficult to move or there's a lot, so much overwhelm that you can't move, we're going to go into the nervous system states right after this. This is what's happening is that you're holding on to this shame and this guilt and your guilt seeks punishment. So when we're beating ourselves up and recapitulating that over and over again, I'm not good enough, all of that, you're going to be in this very um, inactive state where it's going to be tough to move forward and say, or, you know, or you could be in fear, right? Like as you move up there, you're hyperactive and you're like, oh, like I need to do all these things. So I wanted to just share this because we can absolutely release. That's why the title of this broadcast is releasing stress and overwhelm because essentially we're releasing some of these emotions that have been, that are in your body right now that are wanting to be felt. So anxiety is showing you that there's fear that wants to be felt. There is safety that wants to be and comfort. Think about a baby, right? When a baby's crying, when it's scared, what do you do? You don't say, oh, stop crying. Or like, I was told that. But you're like, you know, you say, I'm, I'm here, I'm with you. And you hold that baby and you love that baby. So I want you to start thinking this could be your one shift that you do and take away from this. When you're finding yourself beating yourself up and saying like, I'm not doing enough. I want you to think about, okay, you are a five-year-old child that's scared. And hold yourself and say, whatever feels comforting to you. Like I do, um, Katie knows this, we do havening. This is a really powerful technique. To, it's a self-soothing technique that helps whenever you're um, in a trauma, when your body is, when you're in that shock, your your body and brain receive high frequency, unstable gamma waves. So you're in this frenzy of like, oh my gosh, what's happening? But when you start to do some of this havening, this is activating delta brain waves, which are equivalent to like when you're going to sleep and they're relaxed and you're, you're really calming your body. So that's something simple that you can do as well. But again, this is a multidimensional healing process. So we're talking about the nervous system, some of these emotions that are wanting to be felt, because if you're seeing a cycle that is happening over and over again, there is something inside of you that is wanting to be felt. So if it's anxiety, and you experience that on an everyday basis, there's something within you that's wanting to be healed. Your body's always speaking to you and telling you, hey, knock, knock, I, I need some love here. I need healing here. And so this is part of what we do um, with this multidimensional healing process. So I just talked a lot. I'll let, I'll let Katie comment there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love Havening. I think it's such an easy technique. And I think you can do it even when you're around a bunch of people. And it's almost like, you know, when you're cold and you kind of go like that, it's like yeah. very warm and comforting and just very calming to the body. You can do it on your face too. I mean, I have makeup on, but your cheeks actually have the receptors for um, being able to do havening as well. But I've just, I've never done it because I 
I, I like this better rather than like yeah. touching your face, but the, your face actually has a lot more of those receptors. It's like 90 times the receptors or something, but that's mm-hmm. something you can do too. But your husband might be like, <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> Wait, what did Christina tell you to do? <laughs> I think you can do your hands too. Yeah. Yeah. You can, the palms, the palms of your hands. Yep. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning into this episode of Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. I just wanted to take a quick little break to tell you about my upcoming workshop called Receive to Conceive. So this workshop is all about being able to ground back into your body, calm your nervous system, reduce stress, so you can feel at ease and open to receiving your baby. In this workshop, you're going to be learning cutting edge nervous system tools to help you reduce overwhelm and anxiety so you can have more peace along your fertility journey. You're going to be creating safety in your nervous system, which is going to balance your hormones, reduce stress, and just allow for a very safe environment for baby to come into. You will receive over 40 meditation and hypnosis tracks, and this is a live workshop. We are going live Thursday on July 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Even if you can't make it live, there will be a replay available, and when you register, you will have lifetime access to the full replay with all of the tangible, practical, techniques that you can use anywhere to create safety within the nervous system, even when you're postpartum actively in motherhood. And you will have lifetime access to the hypnosis and meditation tracks, along with some safety anchors to help you ground back within your body. So if this interests you, go to the link in my bio, sign up today. I can't wait to see you there. So let's break that down the nervous system state. So whenever we're talking about the pool, we're talking about the nervous system capacity. Here's the thing. When you go into fight or flight, not everybody goes to the same response, right? There's fight, flight, freeze. And uh, Dr. Stephen Porges actually, uh, you know, originally people thought that it was only like the sympathetic nervous system, the parasympathetic, which is, you know, the, the rest and digest or the fight or flight but there's actually blended states, which we're going to talk about today. So there are actually three different states that your body can go into in this fight, flight, or freeze. So I want you to think about um, kind of this ladder. I don't think I have the image here. I should have put that up. But anyway, I want you to think of this ladder, this polyvagal ladder of essentially when you're going through a trauma or when something happens to you, that's a threat from your external environment. Your body goes into, you know, remember I said before, your brain receives that high frequency gamma wave. It's very unstable. Your body goes into shock. Your body starts uh, releasing norepinephrine and cortisol. Stress chemistry floods your body to say, okay, we have to move. Like something is, is a threat from the environment. And your body typically goes to fight, flight, freeze. So the top of the, the ladder is, you know, ventral vagal, where everything is safe, everything feels good, you're connected to yourself, there's no threat, everything is easy breezy. When you start to have a threat come in, you go down that ladder one rung, and it is going into that hyper arousal state. 
So there's a little bit of that mobilizing energy of like, oh, I need to do something like I need to fight. So typically this is where fight or flight happens. So you either get really defensive. This is where I go. <laughs> I want to fight. Or maybe you run away from the from the issue or or the threat, whatever that is. And the way that this manifests is that there's a lot of urgency. If you're finding that you're in hyper arousal, which is the state I'm describing, there's a lot of that urgency. Like I need to, I need to answer that email now. I need to like go get a supplement now. There's a lot of that anxiety, anger, irritability. That's where this lives. So if you find that you go more towards this state, that's what's happening. So again, this is a lot of that mobilizing energy. And typically there's a lot of that, uh, the hypervigilance where you're always constantly looking around, whether it's unconscious or not for like, I need to protect myself. This is where I was without even realizing it. And, you know, we're both pharmacists and everything like that, but we don't learn that in school. So this is why I'm so passionate about it because again, like I had to go through all of this in my fertility journey as well. And it's an absolute needle mover. So then, you know, say that there's even more threat that comes through, you go down that ladder. So at the top is ventral vagal, where everything is safe, you're, you're connected, you're fine. Down the ladder, one rung, you're in hyper arousal, there's a lot of that, like fight or flight energy. Then if the threat continues, then you go to complete shutdown. So say that there's too much going on, and your body is just frozen. You go into either freeze, which is a blended state of sympathetic um, and, and parasympathetic, where you're frozen, frozen in fear, if you've heard of that. And this is a lot of where overthinking happens, perfectionism, procrastination. It's like having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake, like you want to move. But because there are so many balls in the pool, you can't move. So this is where a lot of people feel stuck. They feel like there's just so much going on. This is where overwhelm exists. And then the the last la uh, step of the ladder is complete shutdown. So dorsal vagal, where you're literally probably sitting in your, like just laying in your bed. You're like, I'm out. I can't even take anything else, any other stimulation. So this is what's happening in your body. And this is why this nervous system work is so important because when we're, constantly in fight or flight, all of that stress chemistry is running through your body. It's going to take you, you know, Katie, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how you said um, cortisol competes with progesterone. So mm -hmm. just share that really quickly. I think that's a yeah. good. So um, when your body is under a constant state of stress, it is actually going to prioritize the production and the use of cortisol. So the body is going to basically limit or stop producing progesterone because it's going to use pregnenolone, which is a precursor to create cortisol. Mm -hmm. And then also when there's more cortisol circulating in the body, the recept it's going to bind to receptors, basically blocking progesterone from being able to bind and exert their action. So it's kind of like a double whammy. It also can limit or reduce the production of progesterone and it can basically knock out the use of any progesterone you even have in your body. And progesterone is absolutely necessary for pregnancy. You, you can't really conceive without um, efficient levels of progesterone. And also your body has to continue to pr producing progesterone to support the placenta 
um, at least, you know, for, for quite a while in the pregnancy. So it's thinking about one, actually conceiving implantation, yeah. then also maintaining your pregnancy as well. Mm. So very, very important. Right. So essentially the cortisol is, it's compete, your body's competing. Like, do I make cortisol or do I prioritize making progesterone? That's going to help maintain mm -hmm. this, this baby. So, yeah. So I would love to hear actually from everybody, where do you feel, because I'm, I have the comments up here, where do you feel that you go? Are you more towards that fight or flight? Like you, you maybe get defensive and you fight, do you run away? Um, do you get more into that freeze where you're overthinking a lot and can't make decisions or, um, you know, you're going into more of that perfectionism mode? I'd love to hear what, what that, where your go-to response is. Cause typically we have one and, mm -hmm. you know, there's no right or wrong. It all makes sense based upon, you know, your trauma history, you know, and I, I want to just actually, I want to talk about trauma really quickly too, but your, your trauma history, how much you have going on. I mean, all of us have been through trauma with COVID. That was a very traumatic, you know, whole experience of, you know, the past three years, everything that we've been through, especially, you know, with the increased demand on, I mean, everybody, healthcare workers, policemen, I mean, pretty much everybody. So I, I want to just acknowledge that, that this is very real and that, this is what has helped me tremendously. And, you know, I'm sure Katie as well, you know, Katie's done this work. So I actually, I want to, before we even go into trauma, I want to do a quick nervous system exercise with you. Cause you might be like, okay, we're talking about all these concepts, breaking down what perfectionism looks like. We went through the polyvagal ladder. We're giving you all this value here. <laughs> this is just a sneak peek of what we're doing on the receive to conceive workshop, by the way. So I want to do a quick nervous system exercise with you. And the whole point of this is to create more safety in the body. So what I want you to do, you know, hopefully nobody's driving and, and, and doing this. <laughs> if you are, please don't do this and drive. But if you're sitting down and you're able to, I want you to just take a moment. And, you know, if your legs are crossed, uncross your legs. And just feeling your feet on the ground, maybe even closing your eyes and dropping into your body. And I want you to just start pressing your right foot into the ground, like you're pressing on a brake. Just for about seven seconds here. So we're just creating some safety in the body. And then letting that go and actually putting your right foot over your left foot and pressing down on your, so the right foot will be pressing down on the left foot and the left foot will be pressing up. So you're kind of creating a little bit of that tension there. So the left foot is pressing up to the right, the right foot's pressing down. And just letting that go, coming back to center, opening your eyes, and then what I want you to do is start from the right side of the room and just slowly start scanning from the right to the left as slowly as you can. And just looking at the textures of the, the items in your room. Like I have a wooden desk. I'm looking at the wood. 
looking at a picture of Penny, just noticing your environment and slowly moving from right to left. And just seeing like my breath just increased. I, I had like a, a sigh that just came through. Seeing if there's even a 1% shift in your state of being. So just slowly moving your eyes across the room. And then all the way to the left. And then coming back to center and seeing if there's any shift in your breathing and how you feel, maybe your shoulders relaxed. This is one nervous system technique that you can use because when we're in, we're, we're always hypervigilant focused on, you know, I need to protect myself. And again, a lot of this is unconscious. It's not like there's an immediate threat when we're looping in this, the fight or flight response our eyes are darted forward. So when we're showing our brain safety, that's why we're looking this way. Cause it's like, okay, I'm safe. I don't need to look that way to make sure that someone's not coming at me. And again, of course, nothing is happening right now, but when your body is so conditioned to being in fight or flight, which is totally where I was because of all the stimulation, how I was raised, working as a pharmacist, all of that, I was so used to being on then that was what was showing up in my body. And so I, I, it was not safe for me to be able to hold that baby, to be able to bring this child into my womb. And after do, I'm so grateful actually that it took us a year and I hope that that's not triggering to anybody, but I am grateful for my own personal journey that it, that it didn't happen right away because I was able to hire a nervous system coach and create this safe space to be able to have, to bring this child into the world. And I was able to work on a lot of the generational trauma that I, like my parents had and their parents, you know, when it was passed down. So I, this work helps to break that, you know, if you've had trauma and it's been passed on and on and on, that is something that nervous system really helps rewire because um, nervous system work because you're allowing yourself to create safety. The nervous system is one of the first things that, that actually gets developed in a, in a, an embryo. Like my, I'm six weeks right now. I think it, it starts at week five. And like Katie said, your body is wiring with that baby. So this is so important to do this work because it's helping you even before you get pregnant, during and after. Cause like Katie said, I'm not there yet. I'm a dog mom, but um, I'm sure that I'm going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of balls in the pool <laughs> when that time comes. So yeah. Any other thoughts, Katie? Yeah. I, I think that that exercise was, was really relaxing. I felt calm. So just being able to have those tools at your disposal when it feels like you have way too many balls in the pool. Um, and I think that was one thing you kind of mentioned at the conference. It was what, either eliminating some balls or expanding the pool. Yeah. So then you have greater capacity to be able to hold, you know, your job, your family, your social life. Maybe you already have kids and you're trying to, you know, get pregnant with more, um, whatever it could be. Even financial stress, there's so many 
different factors. Everyone has their own things going on in their life. Like you had mentioned earlier, maybe you have an aging parent that needs a lot of care or even just another family member who's ill, whatever it could be. Um, even a dog, you know, like I've, I had to take my dog to the vet, like yep. the other week because he was really sick. Like those things can, can just really, really hype, you know, spike your, your stress and, and just add a whole nother ball or multiple balls to the pool. So exactly, I think really being able to expand your pool and expand your capacity is key. Cause a lot of times you can't necessarily get rid of some of the balls in your pool. Yeah. You can't just throw your kids out of the pool. <laughs> I will. So I, I want to just speak about my own journey too. Um, Cause I, I, I think it's helpful to just get some context around this. I was extremely like, I was terrified. I mean, when I came to you, Katie, I was terrified to get pregnant because, you know, I've had eating disorders. I've had a lot of trauma. So I, know that this is what I needed to do first in order to be able to create that safe environment. And again, to not recapitulate the same trauma that like, you know, my mom had or my dad, and then there, you know, I was really able to move through a lot of those tough emotions around, wow, like my body's going to be changing and things are going to be shifting and do it with more, I think, grace and to give myself that space to heal, to create that vessel for this baby to come in. And like I said, I wouldn't change anything. I, even though I was frustrated along the way, I was like, oh my God, why isn't this happening faster or whatever? I, I know that it was all meant for this. I wouldn't be able to come on here and talk about it if I hadn't gone through that. So yeah, I just think it's important to to see too that like, you know, doing this nervous system work is going to help with increasing patience, increasing your capacity. Um, imagine if you didn't have all of that anxiety that was running through your, through your bloodstream and, and, you know, constant worry about like, well, is it going to happen this month? I mean, honestly, I, you know, we stopped trying, uh, like for the conference, and then we started again in June and I was like, yeah, whatever. Like I, I, you know, I just didn't even like think twice about it. Cause I thought it was going to take a little bit cause Eric had a surgery and like, boom, it happened. So I think too, it's as corny as it is. And, and maybe I, I, as triggering as it might sound, like when you do like release and just kind of open, that's when it can come through. So that's why we created this workshop receive to conceive because when we're in that masculine control, this needs to happen this way, it needs to happen now, it's, it creates more stress. And so what we're going to be talking about on this workshop, and Katie, I'll, I'll pass it to you in a minute to describe a little bit more about what you'll be talking about, but really opening to more of that soft feminine energy mm-hmm. to take that stress down, to learn some of these nervous system techniques. Like I said, we're scratching the surface in this Facebook Live of what we're going to be diving into And you're going to leave with specific things. Um, Actually, we're going to be talking about safety anchors and how to create that in your environment so that you have both an internal environment of safety, but also an external environment that's conducive for you to conceive. So we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. But I'd love to hear, Katie, about, um, you know, some of that feminine energy, because I know you talk about that a lot. Yeah. And there's actually one thing I, I just wanted to comment on. 
um, kind of what you were just sharing a couple of minutes ago is a lot of times what I actually see is when we're struggling to get pregnant, we feel like once we have that thing that we want so badly, once we're pregnant and we're a parent and a mother, that the grass is greener on the other side. But I know we've talked about this before. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yep. And if you, and I just, I'm saying this was so much love because like this was me too. Um, if you are like living this fertility journey day by day in like two week increments, because that's, you know, how our cycles work. Um, and just really gripping onto that control of that outcome and just living in fear, yep. anxiety, and overwhelm and frustration. It's not necessarily going to be different once you mm -hmm. have the thing that you want. So that is why like we want to help and to share this with you so you can move through this healing journey for yourself. You know, I strongly believe because as you appreciate your journey, I very much appreciate the journey that I went on as well. It took us about a year too. Um, you know, your journey happens for you. Right. It's not happening <clears throat> to you. It's really allowing you and showing you where the things that you need to heal, the things that you need to work on. Um, so just being open to that. It mm -hmm. might seem really scary. This might be the first you've ever heard about any of this. So you might be like, what are they even talking about? <laughs> so like if any of those things are coming up, but you're feeling like pulled, like, oh, I feel like this is the next step for me to do. Like, listen to that little voice in your head. Yeah. Um, and that kind of is a good kind of segue into like, tapping into your empowered feminine that's listening to your your inner intuition which is going to serve you so well because you know when you become a parent you have to advocate for your your child and a lot of times you're you might come up against things where it might make you feel uncomfortable or you don't really know what the right answer is so that's when having the ability to tap into that intuition and hear it but like when christina said when we're in like a disempowered masculine state where we just want to control and force and all those things you can't hear that intuition so i think something that i would definitely love to share you know in the receive to um, conceive workshop is how you can start you know tapping back into your feminine flow and you know being in your feminine is really about trust and surrender and even rest and asking for help receiving help like one thing that i had noticed about myself is anytime anyone would be like can i help you with that no i got it <laughs> now if someone's like can i help you i'm like yes yes please like this is what you can do um and again it's just one of those things where when you're in that newborn stage being able to and feeling comfortable to ask for help that's going to make a world of difference for yeah life. and and i want to comment too because i was the same way that's actually a survival pattern like because i was homeless and got kicked out and had to fend for myself literally to survive i was like oh no i got it i don't trust like no i don't trust you like i couldn't even trust my own family 
So I, I want to just acknowledge, I get that too. It all makes sense. But do you want to be running from survival? Do you want to be having every single day, every single week being flooded with anxiety and all of the shame and guilt and beating yourself up? Or do you want freedom? That's really what we're offering you here. It's freedom, empowerment, and relief that it's allowed to be easier for you. And sometimes we can't see it because it's a blind spot. Like I can only see that Buddha because I can look right there. I can't see it until I turn around. So oftentimes what we're not seeing are these blind spots, these patterns, these blocks that are getting in the way. And that's really what Katie and I are here to do to lovingly support you and say, Hey, have you thought of this? Hey, let's shift this. Let's do this. And it, it's like, um, my nervous system coach always says it's like that 1% shift of like a golfer swing. Like you shift one thing and that trajectory goes a totally different way. So imagine if you make these one to 2% shifts, how much of a difference that can make for your journey. So I feel like we could talk forever about this. (laughs) With the golfer swing, I've never heard of that, but that's, that's a really nice way of putting it. Yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, that little 1% shift. And like, maybe that's what happened with me. I mean, Eric had to have his surgery and it was April 21st and I got pregnant in June. So I was like, it's not going to happen. Cause like the, the sperm cycle is 90 days. Yes. So it was just like, Oh, whatever we'll try and, and see. And then it, it did happen. So like that 1% shift did make a difference. Mm-hmm. So let's share the details for this receive to conceive. And, um, Katie's going to drop the link. So we are doing this on Thursday, the 20th at 7 PM Eastern receive to conceive. It's a 90 minute deep dive workshop. It's on zoom. So we're going to be coaching you. Um, for those of you who know me, I'm extremely intuitive. Uh, I know Katie's intuitive. So we're going to, that's okay. I can open it up. Yeah, that's okay. I was put the link um, in there. So uh, my, my zone of genius is really being able to dive into people quickly and say, okay, like this is the block that's showing up. Let's just look at this with compassion and help to shift this. This is what you can do quickly. Um, I have a whole, a whole host of different tools that I use nervous system work. Um, I'm trained in hypnosis, uh, you know, tapping, whatever the the tool is, I can intuitively say, okay, like this is what we're going to do to shift this and to help you create more safety in your body to accelerate your path to conception. So, um, Katie dropped that link (laughs) and uh, when you sign up, you are going to get that Ascension collection, which is chock full of, like I said, really, um, a common collection of meditations, hypnosis, subconscious programming, because your subconscious mind your, your mind informs the body. So when you're going through this journey, that's important too, to be, to help your body relax, to be open, to allow this, this child to come through. So we are so excited to see you at this, um, receive to conceive workshop. If you are watching this on YouTube, because I'm going to be putting it on YouTube and you got the um, you know, you missed the date. That's okay too. Um, Katie's going to have a replay available. And you'll be able to get all of that as well. So you can find that in the description box below. And um, please ask any comments at any questions uh, down in the comments. We're happy to to help. And um, we'll see you all on Thursday. Thank you so much, Katie. This is great. Yes, very fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rising into Mindful Motherhood podcast. If this episode resonated with you or gave you an aha moment, 
Stop what you're doing right now and write a review. This simple act of kindness helps me get this podcast out to connect with as many women as I possibly can. I also have a special offer. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I will take $250 off one of my premium coaching containers. Let me know what resonated with you the most and why. So connect with me in my free Facebook community or tag me on Instagram. You'll find both listed below. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this episode and I'll see you next time.